How are we doing this morning? Great? See, I got one great. Got a lot of good. It's always fun to come to St. Stephen, but I'm going to tell you today why I appreciate you more. Every Sunday I go preaching different places, but I hardly get any feedback. The only feedback I hear is like, that was interesting. <laughs> or, it was good, you spoke to me. But I never get any feedback about technique. And the reason that I love you, St. Stephen, because you gave me feedback about technique, and you, gave, um, you told Reverend Whitney to tell me what she did, and I appreciate that. So today I'm going to work on my technique, which means... If, you, if I'm going too fast, please wave. If you can hear me, please wave. Because I really want us in this worship service to really seek out to get together the word of God, the message of God. Amen? Amen. Good. So we're in, right? Yeah. Good. Now let's see if I can do this. <laughs> the gospel this morning is a gospel that you heard many, 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 many times. And then I've heard and I prayed about and I read many, many, many times. But unfortunately, I was watching TV the three times that I was trying to prepare for this sermon. And the one that got me to this time was the first reactions of the disciples. It's a ghost. Not it's an angel. It's a ghost. What is, why, it, how come this is the first thing that came to their mind? This is the Jesus they've been walking with. This is the Jesus that said, I'm going. The, Jesus had not died yet. And if I'm, if I'm, and I'm pretty sure he has not talked, started to talk about dying yet at this point. So what is that, that the first thing that came to their mind is, it's a ghost. Okay, Why? Why do you think? Come on. He was what? But it could be an angel. Fear. Fear. It still could be an angel. Why is that? It's a ghost. Because they 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 weren't they didn't have the mindset of angel. They had mind, mindset of doom. They had the mindset of doom. They didn't have the mindset of angels. They were afraid of him. Of who him? Jesus, the ghost? Who, who's the him? They, they were afraid of Jesus, the ghost. They were afraid of dying. They were afraid of dying, the doom scenario. Left behind. Maybe this time, like, I'm just repeating a lot what you said, that it was because of the time of the day. Or maybe by saying it's a ghost, maybe, remember, I'm just sharing here, we'll figure it out. By saying it's a ghost, it puts a barrier between them and that thing walking on water. Because you could say something to an angel. Angel's here for good, supposedly. The angel's going to help you. But a ghost is not necessarily here for good. A ghost, according to our culture, it's not every culture, but in 
in our culture, a ghost usually is to, to, to scare you, to make you afraid. A spirit is to help you. The spirit of your ancestors is to help you. But the ghost, until we had Casper the ghost, the friendly ghost, was always something bad. True? Okay. I, do, do I have my American culture right? Okay. Because I didn't see a friendly ghost until Casper the friendly ghost. <laughs> With a very infantile voice. So, identifying that thing, that being walking on water, the being that they've been eating with, that they pray with, that they spend the whole day with, by saying it's a ghost, it's putting it out there. I don't have to go near you. You're a ghost. Doomsday scenario. You're only here to hurt me. You're a ghost. And then wonderful Peter again. I love him. I really love Peter. What does Peter say? Peter says, when Jesus um, answered, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Now, Jesus just said, it is I. And then what does Peter say? Lord, hmm, those two letters, if. If it is you, command me to come to you. If. Once again, it's used to, gotta, to, put, to um, um, put a distance between the person and something else. Because if there's an if, there's what? Doubt. doubt. And who creates that doubt? We do. Yes, we do. Because we're the one that's saying if. Now, there's that if and when, you know, po the power of positive thinking, when. But right now we're at if. It's a ghost. If it is you that just identified yourself, then command me. Can you imagine being in your house and you hear a noise and you say, who's there? Okay, give me your name. What's your name? Tara. Okay, I'm going to pick on both of you. Mitch and Tara. So Mitch is downstairs. He hears a voice and Mitch goes, who's there? Tara goes, it's me. And Mitch says, if it is you, <laughs> then come down. <laughs> what happened if it's not Tara? He's in trouble. <laughs> Did you do that? You're in trouble. <laughs> but it's still that distance that we keep putting between us and God. If it is you, come. Tell me to come and I'll come. And we do that over and over and over again. And of course, a lovely, wonderful, friendly, non-sarcastic Jesus answers. A view of little faith. Now, I could 
be Peter's advocate here. Listen, it's dark, it's the morning, there's wind. I have to make sure it's you because I could put myself in danger. There's thieves in that uh, area, people are, in, are having tribal fights, you know, Samaritan, Galilean. So, so Peter is doing the right thing. Can you confirm it's you? Can you give me your last four digits of your social? <laughs> your PIN number? Your zip code? But all these things, five, four, last four dishes of social, pin number, zip code, creates a distance between us and whoever the service provider is. When is the last time you actually talked to a live agent on the phone and you were calm because you didn't wait 45 minutes? That you were happy to talk to a live agent on the phone. When? If it's the last 24 hours, please raise your hand. That's 48. That's weak. Okay, we got three. But it's all these words that we use, and that some of them we have to use to protect ourselves, but some we don't. Because when we use those words, we start to... Um, we start to adopt the attitudes that comes with the ifs, with the please identify yourself again. Now, we do live in a very cruel world, according to st statistics. But according to human contact and humanity, we have the possibility to live in a very safe world if we allow ourselves to believe that we could be safe. I am black and African-American. Do you know how many times, and I know you've seen it on TV, but it does happen to people. I go to a store and immediately the security guard is, or the cashier is, now let me tell you what happened to me one day. I went to a store in Manhattan. It was a boutique. Kind of a big, regular, bigger than, than size boutique. And I walked in, the security, the, the uniform security guards started to follow me. The plain clothes security guards started to follow me. I know who they were because I've been a security guard. So they followed me, and I decided to amuse myself. <laughs> so I made them follow me. So I picked, dropped, picked, dropped, had a big bunch, went into the um, fitting room with two. No. And then I went to pay. When I went to pay, the cashier was verifying if all the tags were there. So I didn't pay. I said, I don't want it anymore. He said, well, well, well ma'am, I did all this work, blah, 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 blah. And they called the security guard over. At that time, I said, by the way, 
while you're, the two of you were watching me, the lady with the blue dress stuffed her bag with a lot of stuff. She just left the store and watched them run around to go find the lady. Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is because sometimes we have preconceived ideas. If Peter had a preconceived idea that Jesus, this could not be Jesus because it was a ghost. He set himself up to believe that that thing, walking, was not Jesus. Looked like Jesus. Had the power of Jesus. But in his mind, it was a preconceived idea that this cannot be Jesus. And we do the same thing. God stands before us every day. We call upon God. God appears and we go, can't be God. We ask for a miracle. The miracle appears in front of you and we go, it's too easy. That cannot be God. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Why? We are Christians. We are the people of faith. We come to church. We say the prayers. We say our Nicene Creed. We say a baptismal covenant. We call upon God, and when God comes in front of us, we have, it's a ghost. God says, it's me. You've been calling me. You've been praying. It's me. And then we do, what do we do? Is it really you? It's me, your Lord, your Savior, your friend. Is it really you? There's a um, hymn, All to Jesus I Surrender, which is my favorite hymn. And the reason I keep singing it over and over again is because when we say all to Jesus, we surrender. Do we surrender all to Jesus? No. No? Yes? No. Why not? Because if Peter had surrendered all to God, he would have taken more, much, more, much more steps before he got scared. I'm not faulting Peter because he got scared, because we're human. We're supposed to get scared. The work that we have to do is to go every time much further on the water before we cried out, oh, 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 I'm drowning. And it's just a lifelong journey. That is the work we have to do. Yes, fear is part of being human. If somebody's not scared of something, I'm afraid of you. If somebody's totally not scared, if I have a child that is not scared of punishment, taking away stuff, I'm afraid of that child. So being scared is being human. Calling for help is being human. Being Christian is when you call for help and God hands you God's hand and you doubt less and less as you grow in covenant with God. 
Is Jesus always going to be walking on water? Come on. Why not? I'm Jesus. I'm walking on water. Is Jesus always going to be walking on water? Yes. I'm going to say, tell you why. Because Jesus is always in that special, extraordinary place that we can go to. So yes, Jesus was always walking on water. Because walking on water for me is that impossible thing that we cannot do. Because gravity is pulling us down. Because life is pulling us down. So Jesus will always be walking on water. That's my goal. To be so stress-free with God as my companion, then I live as I've, I, I live as I, I feel that I'm walking on water. Would you like to walk on water? Oh, that was a very, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't convincing at all. Choir, would you like to walk on water? Yes. People, brothers and sisters, would you like to walk on water? Yes. And who, who will help you walk on water? And who else? What? I can't hear you. I heard it. You, each other, your faith. You can have that extraordinary experience of walking so close to God that you're floating. It is possible. 